0: You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model, and you can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about (laughs) real car trouble that I just had days ago, last week, in fact. And uh before I do that, I wanna of course thank my patrons over on Patreon, Tevin, Matthew, John V, Jim, Riker, Not a Golfer, Ray Sean, Steven, Eric F, Eric J, Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Havaiana's fan, Austin Joe, and DL. Thank you guys so very much for your continued, unwavering support of this community and this podcast. It means so much to me, and I know it means So much to all of you as well. And thank you for all the listeners who tune in week after week to listen to little old me go on and on and on about my favorite topic, pedal pumping. (laughs) You guys, thank you so much. Thank you for your emails. If you'd like to email me, you certainly may. I encourage it, in fact. MimiFootnip at gmail.com. And uh, let's take a quick break, and then I'm going to just jump right in to my car trouble story welcome back and before I get into my story in today's episode I also want to let you know that I am posting the link to the survey so I'm doing just a little research do your own research they say so I'm gonna do my own research Uh, rocket man has generously crafted a survey that um, is anonymous and you can head over to patreon.com slash pedal pumping podcast and get a link, get the link there. It's available for everyone. You don't have to be a patron to participate. So I encourage you if you're part of this community to speak up. I This kind of arose from the fact that when I see definitions or articles on pedal pumping online, intended for non pedal pumping people to gain a deeper understanding of what pedal pumping is. I feel like those definitions are wholly inadequate. And I feel like as the pedal pumping community, we should rectify that and our voices should be heard and the diversity of this community should be acknowledged and represented. So doing a little, um, survey where you can chime in. And if you have additional survey questions that you think could be included to make the survey more meaningful please email me those questions at memefootnip at gmail.com i have a feeling this could become sort of an ongoing evolving project that who knows where it might end up someday but i do think it's meaningful for us to collect data on our community and um you know, coming from inside the community rather than people who don't really know anything about pedal pumping, getting to define who we are and what we do and what we're into, if that makes sense. So head over to patreon.com slash pedal pumping podcast to participate. Uh, Thank you so very much. Now I'm going to talk about my car trouble. So last week, my mom and I went on a little girls getaway vacation Just about three or four hours from where we live and um, on the California coast and we drove I drove my mom's 2003 Toyota Camry which maybe many of you have seen in videos now the Camry is old but my mom bought it brand new and she's kind of that quintessential old lady driver, you know, it, the car has been in her garage its entire existence. Uh, it's in pretty good shape for an old car that's nearly 20 years old. And, um, you know, she's had all the services done on it. It's never like missed an oil change or anything. She's um, very p- like picky about wh- what kind of gas she puts in it. I mean, she really has babied the the Toyota and it has had a couple little problems here and there, but overall it's been a great car. And so I said to my mom, well, we can take my BMW or we can take the Toyota. What would you prefer? And she likes to ride in the Toyota. She thinks it's more comfortable Um, and the BMW, frankly, it's quite small And so while it's a great car to drive, um, if we were going to do any shopping and, you know, we had our our luggage and everything like that, we thought we'll have more, much more room in the Camry. So, and the Camry also gets much better gas mileage. It's also a V6 like my BMW, but for some reason, the Toyota is just so much better on gas mileage and it also has a much larger gas tank. So that means fewer uh, trips to the gas station on our vacation. So... We decided on the Camry, we set out, we had a one, we stayed at a great hotel right on the beach, had a great time, day two of our trip, we are exploring, we're at some boutiques, we're shopping, uh, having coffee, you know, just relaxing, really, just kind of relaxing day. We leave the boutique and I turn the car on to start it and it cranks but doesn't catch which occasionally happens with the Toyota so I was like okay you know try again start crank it again it starts pretty typical so sometimes it starts you know on the first crank sometimes it takes two cranks usually not more than that I mean occasionally it does but um usually it's it will start and uh I didn't think anything of it. And as we were driving back to the hotel, my mom said, hey, let's, um, I'm really thirsty. And I said, okay, let's stop at, let's see, you know, I said, we can either get like a drink back at the hotel, or if we see a place to stop along the way, we'll just stop and get a drink. So as um, I'm following the GPS and I um, spot a sandwich shop, like a deli. And I pull into the parking lot and I go inside with my mom and get her a lemonade and I use the restroom and everything's great and we go out into the parking lot to get back in the car to drive to the hotel and I turn the key and the car cranks but it doesn't start. And I think, okay. Okay. You know sometimes this happens let's see you know see what I can do and I crank the car again and it doesn't start so I think well okay maybe third time's a charm as they say so I crank the car again and it doesn't start And now I'm starting to get nervous and I'm starting to panic. And I look at my mom and she's just kind of looking at me like, you got to get this car started. (laughs) So I crank it again and again and again and again. Now, at this point, I'm starting to think that something is really wrong and it's not going to start. So I'm trying to figure out what to do and I'm trying to... Troubleshoot it. Meanwhile, my mom says, "Well, you know, we've got AAA roadside assistance, whatever." And she starts rummaging around her purse looking for her AAA card. I'm still kind of working on like trying to crank the car. Um, I'm I'm starting to panic because I'm thinking like we are hours away from home. We're on like you know. The second day of our vacation, we've got this hotel is, like, paid for. um, And I'm parked in a parking lot of this deli that has a sign, right? I'm parked right in front of a sign that says, like, no overnight parking. And you'll be towed. And 24-hour surveillance. And, like, the towing company phone number. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't leave the car here. Like, I've got to get it started. And so I'm working on, like cranking and cranking and cranking the car and I'm panicking and I'm worrying and my mom is getting the her AAA card out and she said just call AAA." a and I'm like what are they gonna do like they're not mechanics they're like we're gonna get the car towed someplace you know like and then what so um she hands me the card I call the number that's on the card I'm on the phone with them for like an hour no no joke an hour, and um, they told me that I didn't have an account, that they had no record of me, or that, and then they said, well, it looks like, you know, you had an account, but it was canceled, it expired, or something, and I'm like, what are you talking about, like, I've got the card in my hand, you know, and and I also had a check in my purse from my fender bender that they had refunded me the $500 premium that I had paid to the body shop. And I'm like, I have a claim number for, like, this accident that was just, like, months ago. Like, how can you say that I don't have insurance when, like, clearly I do? <sighs> anyway, it. so I was, like, arguing with them. Yeah. Um, they were saying that, you know, I could pay for a policy, like the roadside policy, and then they'd send someone out here. And my mom kept saying, just pay for it, just do it. And we'll sort it out later. And I thought it's going to be no easier to sort it out later than it is to sort it out now. So, and I'm kind of stubborn and I'm, and I'm, you know, also kind of, um, How would you say it? Like in in this situation, maybe righteous. I don't know. Like I felt like I know that I'm in the right. Like I know that we have this policy. Um, And so I was like, no, you know, you you pay for roadside assistance. And then when you need it, they're like going to give you the runaround. And uh, anyway, so I was basically left on my own to try to figure this out. So I'm like cranking and cranking and cranking the car. And then this woman pulls up in a Honda Odyssey, I believe. It was like a minivan, like a Honda minivan. And um, at this point, I hadn't put the hood up because I was looking to see, like, well, is there anything, like, in the engine bay that looked, you know, unusual or that I could identify as being problematic, like maybe a hose that was burst or, you know, I don't know what I was looking for. I was just looking and she pulled into the parking lot and she started talking to us and said, "Oh, you know, I have car trouble all the time and I often have to get a jump start on my Honda and I have jumper cables if you think it might be a battery problem." And I was like, "I don't think it's the battery because I can crank it and it turn like all the lights come on, but you know, maybe It's got enough battery to, like, turn the lights on, but not enough battery to, like, start it or something. I don't know. I thought, well, we could – it won't hurt. Like, we could troubleshoot it and try to jumpstart it, and if it's not the battery, then, you know, we'll know. And so she um, hopped out of her Honda. She was really cute and really sweet, and she um, helped me hook up the jumper cables. Like, she hooked up the jumper cables to her car, and I hooked up the jumper cables to the Camry, And, um, she said, okay, you know, I'm going to start the car and then go ahead and and try to crank it. And I said, okay. So I tried cranking it. It didn't start. So I'm kind of like shouting out the window at her saying, rev it, rev it harder. Cause I felt like the Honda, um, I don't know it was idling and it just didn't sound like the engine was like really powerful and so I was like it needs more power rev it rev it rev it so she was revving it really loud but I could tell she was a little bit like like she'd rev it and the engine would roar really loud and then she'd kind of like like almost instantly like back off the pedal Because she was kind of scared, I think. So it didn't start. And so finally I said, thank you. You know, at least, you know, at least we can check that off the list. And I know that it's not like a battery problem. So she was really nice. She gave us some bottled water and she was like, I can give you guys a ride somewhere. I live nearby, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I got to get this car started. I'm going to find a way. So I kept like cranking it and cranking it and um, got back on the phone with AAA for another super long time because at this point I was like, well, you know, I can try cranking it for so long, but eventually like I, I need to get this car out of this parking lot. Cause you know, we had been there for hours. I had been at it for hours. And then, um, it it, like our whole day was shot and we were getting hungry. We had had like coffee and like croissants in the morning at this really cute, like beachfront coffee shop. But um, we hadn't eaten anything like we had gone off shopping and then it was like the afternoon. We were heading back to the hotel and that's when this whole thing happened. So like hours had gone by. We were starting to get hungry. And I mean, yeah, there was a deli there, but I don't know. For some reason, like I wanted to the the hotel where we were staying had this really nice restaurant with like ocean views. And that's where <laughs> I wanted to go eat. So um, I thought, OK, well, maybe we need to have the car towed. I don't know. But. If I can't get it started, we're gonna have to do something. So I um, called AAA, and they I had them send someone out with a battery. I was like, I don't know, I'll just tell them maybe battery, because I didn't I didn't want to have it have it towed yet. I wanted to see like what could happen. So um, they sent me a guy named Aaron, and Aaron came out and he like during the day is a bolt mechanic and at night he works for triple a because now it's like dinner time like when aaron finally came it was like six o'clock and so um he you know had me crank it and he was looking under the hood and he's like all right um, he tested the batteries, like, your battery's fine. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of suspected the battery was fine, because, you know, I had been cranking it all afternoon, and the battery was, like, it hadn't died, you know, I still had battery life, so I was like, yeah, I think the battery's fine. Um, so, and I was like, it's not the starter, because I've, like, blown starters before, and when it's a starter, it clicks, you know, it makes that click, 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 click sound, so I was like, I don't think it's a starter. So, he was like, well, it could be the starter. Well, like, let's try tapping on it. And I'm like, tapping on it? It's like, yeah. So he took the, like, air intake manifold thing off or whatever it's called. I don't, I'm not even sure. um, To, like, be able to access the starter. And he said, okay, what I want you to do is I'm going to tap on the starter and I want you to crank it. And I'm like, you want me to crank it? And all these things are running through my mind, right? Because I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, crank this car in front of this guy. Um, Up until then, it had just been me and my mom. So I didn't feel kind of, like, on the spot as much. So I had the door open because the hood was up, obviously. And I had the door open so that I could kind of, like, lean out and communicate with him. And I had one, like, my left foot on the floor outside of the car, on the floor, on the, the parking lot on um outside of the car and uh you could tell i'm get as i'm talking about it my voice is like i'm speeding up because i'm getting more and more sort of uh excited and so um uh, i'm thinking oh my god i'm gonna do some like real life cranking with this guy i wonder if he has a pedal pumping fetish like i wonder if that's why he does this job at night like you know just for like for A part-time just kind of like side gig just to for this experience or you know I was like trying to (laughs) I was just thinking all these crazy thoughts as as this was happening so I asked him like well how long do you think I should crank it for like how long do I hold the key and he's like about 10 seconds like okay 10 seconds is a long time you know I've cranked a lot of cars like you know five seconds is kind of a long time but 10 seconds is like A really long time. So I take a deep breath and he goes, All right, go ahead. I turn the key and I crank it. Nothing happens. He's like, Let's do it again. So I crank it again. He taps on the starter and lo and behold, the car started. Oh my gosh. I can't even tell you the relief that I felt that, like, we had a car that was running that I could at least drive back to the hotel. And then in the morning, I was like, either we can have it towed home or we can um, hopefully try to get it started again. And, um, yeah, that's my car trouble story. It, like, pretty much took up the whole vacation. It was... um, super inconvenient it was a complete like waste of you know a vacation I wish that it had happened locally so that like we could have actually enjoyed all the you know the money I had spent on a hotel and all that but we um, were able to I was able to drive the car back to the hotel and have a nice dinner <laughs> at the restaurant and um yeah that was my story so yeah I know that there's some of you that are always interested in real life pedal pumping stories and it's not as maybe dramatic and sexy as um you know some some fantasies are but that was a that really happened that was my real life pedal pumping story the car just cranked and cranked all afternoon. And I was a little worried. Like, okay, I was, you know, definitely had an ear open listening for the battery. Like, am I going to drain the battery by cranking it too much? But it um, it cranked and cranked and cranked all afternoon. There weren't really people in, except for the woman in the Honda. Like, there were no other people that pulled into that parking lot The whole time, so I really didn't have any other spectators other than that woman and Aaron, my AAA guy, who um, came out and tapped my starter and got me going. But um, it was fun. It was fun um, cranking and kind of being a little flirty. So that concludes today's podcast. (laughs) Let me know if you've had any real life pedal pumping experiences like specifically with car trouble i would love to hear that um you can email me at meetmefootnip at gmail.com thank you all so so much for listening treat yourselves to some pedal pumping goodness over the weekend because you deserve it